All right, got two gun here. Did you hit um end or something? Oh, the first time, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the first time it was um taking too long to um connect anybody. Okay. So it's just us two right now. Brandon, should you send Brandon his shit? All right, let me go ahead and send Brandon his right now. And then I'm going to send Ronaldo his. I just sent Brandon his. And I'm sending Ronaldo his. You can edit all this shit out. Right now, I guess we can do the introduction, or better yet, I do the introduction every show. You introduce us. Yeah, we'll do the introduction when everybody get on here. All right, cool, cool. I'm gonna let Ronaldo. Well, I'm gonna do it, but holes on my dick because I look like Jesus. You saying a little big? Yeah, that's my shit. Oh man. <laughs> Just talk about Lil B in general. Right. I know a lot of people that are based. I wonder what's taking everybody else so long to get on the show. Because niggas be keeping their shit so silent. Because the second time I said <clears throat> it, it worked just fine, right? Yeah. All right. Where's Brandon at? He should be right here. All right, that's so, a good people keeping their phones on silent. That's why. What's it called? Um, I sent it to Brandon. Um, what's it called? Just a few seconds ago, I sent it to his other phone though, the one that was working last time. Um, uh, I don't remember if it was eight four three number or not. Yeah, it should be. Hold on. Yeah, I gotta look at. Oh God, hold on. I sent it to Brandon was hold on. Yeah, it's the eight four three number. Yeah. That's the one. So I said we're just waiting on everybody else to get on. Where's Ronaldo at? Uh, I spoke to Ronaldo earlier. I told him, you know, hey, look, 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock was cool. Because in hindsight, this is his CD. Where he pulled a fast one on us? Huh? You know, pulled a fast one on us like B did? <laughs> if B joins us for this show, I'm going to be upset as hell. He right here. If he joins us for this one... I'm going to be mad as hell because every time we pick him to do a show, or every time he picks a CD, he never joins. All right. Both niggas got an invite. That's him right there. All right. There's B right there. Y'all can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear us? Yeah. Hey, y'all perfect. Good so like you sucking cock in a never ending story. Oh, no, that's definitely oh man. <laughs> 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 nah, don't do that to him, man. 
Yeah, that's what we can edit all right out. That was, that was like the oh. ultimate disc, though. That's Yo. the ultimate disc to somebody. Oh, everybody's here. I'm here, I'm here. All right. Y'all know who this is. This nigga Jeff is President Host Two Gun Tony, who was doing the war report on CNN on Thursday when we had the brother. Yeah. <laughs> so. B, you, you oh. haven't met Ronaldo yet, man. Yeah, Ronaldo was on um the last Classic Sunday when we did Equimini, which was your CD that you didn't show up for. And he didn't show up for Ready to Die. And he didn't show up for Ready to Die. So now B got to do his thing. Hold on. You want to do that with him? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's right. You got a show. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, Ronaldo. If you heard the um the um the show that we did about the movies, me and Tone were doing the show, right? Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, B comes upstairs. Doing Dennis Edwards, don't look any further, and we're like, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> but it, it wasn't no music or nothing playing. He just did the oh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's running. It's a running gag on the show now. Yeah, I was listening to that downstairs. That's how that happened, right? So back to business. Classic Sunday. Ronaldo, classic Sunday, and somebody picked this album. Ronaldo. I, I was a yes. little. I was a little against it. So I I'm going to let you take the <laughs> I, I don't know it. why. Well, you know. Like, let's keep it real. You weren't a little against it. You were a lot against it. I was a lot against it. I was a lot against it. But after I went back and listened to it, I could kind of understand. I could understand the method to your madness and picking that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's... By far, his most complete albums dating back to his first one. I mean, his, yes, it was a great. I say his fifth complete album. But since you picked I'm, the album, go ahead and like introduce the album and say why you picked. All right. So November twenty second, twenty ten. Right. It was Kanye's fifth studio album. Yep. Um, he was still. I mean, he just came with this craziness. That a lot of people was very like that they anticipated this because when he was hyping up Runaway, the Runaway track, I mean, a lot of people was 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 really on this album. The reason why I love this album is not only is because it is like handled very well. I think the order's great. I think how how his rhymes was just really, really, really insightful in my eyes. And his features made it beautiful. Right. That's that's what I thought. And, I mean, he had great producers. Of course, you know, No ID and the RZA was on right. there and, you know, cast like that. <clears throat> and, what, I mean. His well, let me add something on. Kanye West, even with his fifth CD, had a lot to prove. And this album was basically this, you know, the silencers, you know, the, the final, I can't even use the phrase, the final warning. This right here was the CD that we knew he could release. 
Yes. Like, and let's not let's not skip the fact that if I remember, <clears throat> this album came out the same day as somebody else's album. Um, I think uh, who came out the same day? Somebody dropped the same day as him. I might be wrong. No, I might. That I might was, be I'm wrong. thinking about graduation. I'm I'm talking about graduation. Yeah, graduation. Nope. Fifty dropped the same day. Yeah, September 11th. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, looking at looking at the stuff that I looked at, I mean, his first week, his digital album sales was crazy. Yeah, seven hundred thousand. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. I mean, it was really good. But I mean, the Billboard, he made you know he charted and everything like that. But I mean, that's neither here nor there when it comes to us. Right. When it comes to us. And what everybody wanted to know, it was the fact that Kanye came through with fire beats. I'm talking, these tracks was crazy. My favorite track is Devil in a New Dress. Wow. And we'll get to my favorite track later. I I love, I love this track. I got a question. Go ahead. When Kanye made this album, do you think he got the same, do you think I, do you think he got the same cocaine that Dennis Edwards was sniffing in the Don't Look Any Further video? <laughs> no, I would say that he had that one on this. On this oh, album. man. Yeah. That was I, a batch on the life of So, Pablo. I mean, without... This was a weird album. No, 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 no. Freaking, what you call it was a weird Jesus album. Was a weird the album. One after well, Jesus that was, was weird. That was, that was something else. That was that Molly. I think I, I don't even think that, that was, was that acid. Cool. Yeah, I think that might have been bass. That was that Richard Pryor. Right? Yeah. But, yeah. How, how, okay, and how is it a weird album? Well, you know, it's the it's just it's 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 weird. The covers are weird. The name of it is <laughs> yeah. weird. It's my dark twisted mm-hmm. fantasy. That's weird. But like, really, I think it was I more really so. Don't know what to expect. I think it was more so artistic value as opposed to being weird. Yeah, but that's what I that's what he was shooting for. Like Yeah, yeah. To make you think he was about to just do something off the wall, but it worked. It 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 I mean first of all, his first if if I remember, and I'm going <laughs> off the top of my head, I'm pretty sure his promo commercial was the power was the power beat. If you know, it was yeah. it was leading to that video. I think that was his first. Promo. Yeah, it was a pro. Um, so yeah. when you coming off of nowhere, you coming out of nowhere, and you hear that aunt, and that that alone still to this day is played on commercials, is played as hype videos on in the NBA, movie trailers, NFL. That's movie trailers. Ooh, it's yeah. That's a bold statement. Yo, he's kicking people in the nuts today. Yeah, like, every, time, every, time hear, every time I hear power and and I just get like annoyed because they play the shit so that just this thing you just did just now just annoyed me. Like they played that song so fucking much. But when you when you heard it, when you heard it, it just fit. It just fit to hype him up. I don't think anything else could have came through and hype that album up the way with that one track. Even when, it what, just made people anticipate it even more. Do you know even what actually got me intrigued about it? What? What got me intrigued was the <laughs> Runaway video was almost 25 minutes long. 
That Runaway video was wild. It was 25 minutes long, and I remember watching it, and I was just like, either this is going to go far left, or this isn't going to sell at all. That was the first time. I mean, because all of that mess that was going on in that album, the, the one thing I thought was dope was that was the first time you saw, you really, unless you YouTubed it and saw him, like, somebody putting a video in the studio or something like that, that's the first time he was on something where he played. He he was doing the beat right there in front of everybody. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> never seen that from him unless you were like somebody recorded it in a studio and put it on YouTube. Right. He did it on that music video and so it showed how he put that beat together. That shit was crazy to me. That's what I saw through all of that hoopla with the ballerinas and bullshit. And it's, and it's so that. funny because I and when somebody asked me seven years ago when a CD came out. What's the best way to describe it? And I told people two words. It's a beautiful mess. That's that cocaine. Oh, yeah. man. Stop saying he's on coke. Um, I mean, I, I mean, you know. Yo, if he's, if he's on coke and he's busting out albums that sell well over a million by, by the end of it, then that, somebody needs to was, get him. It wasn't coke. Some, it was the Kardashian. It was cocaine. Yeah. That's what. It's the same thing that made David Ruffin say, "Ain't nobody come to see you, Otis." It's, it's the same shit. Okay, so what did you think about? Hold on, hold on. We gotta do this you... album track by track. We just can't. Just... <laughs> well, hold on. That's I'm. I'm alluding to now. What do you think okay. about when he released the uh the Good Fridays before the album? What about that? Good Fridays how, how was my shit. How do you think shit. about that approach? Yeah, Good Fridays was. I don't know what that is. You never heard any of the Good Fridays before the album release? Good Fridays was basically oh. released on, um, um, it was seven Fridays before Thanksgiving. Before Those he released the album. Because the album was released the day after Thanksgiving. So each Thursday for seven weeks, he would release a song and call it Good Friday. Before you know, so some of, some of them ended up on the album, and uh, yep. I think one of them ended up on Watch the Throne. I can hear yeah. Brandon, but Brandon one did slow. end up on Watch the Throne. One did end up on Watch the yeah. Throne. I, I just wasn't. Yo, I wasn't checking for Kanye. So I, I wasn't checking for that. days ago until you said I had to listen to the shit over again. Oh <laughs> damn! I'm not. You know. Okay. Well, before we get everybody's opinion, hold on, hold on. Wait, let me ask Brandon the question. Brandon, yeah, does this CD deserve to be on Classic Sundays? I, I, I had to go back and re listen to it because I personally I always felt it was a good album, but I never felt like it was a classic until I re listened to it because it was a couple of songs that I that I overlooked, like Hell of a Life. Uh huh. So, Oof. <laughs> You know, um, I, I, it, it definitely uh, deserves to be. It, it's a classic. Thank you. It's not, it's not flawless, but it's a classic. Oh, it's not flawless. I, I, I'll give him that. It's not flawless. But you have three out of four people saying it's a classic. But I mean that. I mean that's two guns. That's two guns opinion. No, it's two guns opinion. I mean, like I said, it's two yeah, guns opinion. Yeah. But I mean, artistically, like, 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 and like what, what Tone said, like with it being weird, like it's definitely like on a on, on like a whole uh, another artistic level. Everything that he did from the music all the way to, you know, not not weird, but you know, it's 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 just so big. It's, it's like it's a big production. It's a big. 
everything. It's like, like I said, it transcends hip hop. It's just, it's a, yeah. it's like a music class. Like this, <clears throat> I hate Kanye West. <clears throat> I'm choking up. But this could be one of those albums being like the Smithsonian. Oh, what, what is it? The National Library shit? Yeah, the Smithsonian, mm -hmm. um, the Smithsonian um, Institute of Arts. Yeah, like this could be in one of those. <clears throat> I agree. So, you know, so, like as far as, you know, my taste in hip hop classics, it wouldn't be one. But as far as it being like something big and powerful and maybe even timeless, yeah, I give them that. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and break into it. The first song was Dark Fantasy, uh -huh. which, in my opinion, is one of the album elite songs, especially you know, Nicki Minaj doing a spoken introduction. Damn it. And production wise, him and No ID they murdered the track. Yeah, I would like to murder yeah. Nicki Minaj's vagina. Oh. <laughs> So before the before this album, were we really hearing a lot of like orchestras and you know original pianos and violins and all of that stuff like that? Well, you this? were just not in this not in this not big. In this era. Well, not this big on a big skate like that, right? Because you got to understand, I, I De La that... Soul did it. Mm -hmm. Tribe Called Quest did it. Yeah, but that I think when he when he came with it on this. I think it really it it really set the tone. Well, here's the thing: so they've the, always had the, orchestras, the whole... but Kanye West actually had a 158 piece orchestra. Yeah, this yeah. this was like cult like. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it it turned it turned people on to do, start doing the same thing. Like later on, Tyler does it. Ty Dolla Sign does it. You know, Ty. Does, I think Dre, Dre did it too. Uh -huh. So I mean, a lot of people started doing it after <laughs> the fact. But I'm gonna say it like this: the the Nicki Minaj shit was wild. That oh, shit the, was just, spoken intro. Yeah, oh. first of all, I was sitting there listening to it. I'm like, who the fuck is this? And then I finally realized it was her little alter ego Roman shit. And I was like, yeah, I was like, okay. Which we'll talk about Roman later. But um, Kanye killed it, man. Kanye did kill the first track. This was no idea, right? We're talking about dark fantasy. We're still talking about first. Who produced this one? This was no ID. No, yeah, no ID did the first. Yeah, it was, and this um, no ID did that. This actually sounds like a throwback Wu Tang track. Yeah, it does. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, 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 I thought it was a producer. Yeah, that's what I do at first. Shout out to Lamont. Yo, this shit was crazy, man. I hate it. I hate it. Okay, so we're gonna get into gorgeous. The next track. Now I'm gonna let y'all know something about Gorgeous that a lot of people don't know. Do you know Gorgeous was actually a Kid Cudi song before Kanye took it over? Really? Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Was Raekwon on it? Version of? Say what? Was Raekwon on it originally? No. Okay. Raekwon was added at the last minute, and that was um, because um, what's it called? Raekwon and Ghostface were in Hawaii when they were recording the album. Sai High brings him into the studio and just say, hey, look, you know, Raekwon's here, and Kanye asks, do you want to get a verse? Raekwon recorded two verses that night. He recorded the verse for um, Runaway Love remix for for the Good Fridays, and he recorded the verse for Gorgeous. Mm. And at that time, um, what's it called? Um, 
they did a song on that album um, for um what's it called um that compilation album. Would you say? The, um, yeah. Um, that song that Ghostface yeah. did on um, the cruise. Brandon, Brandon, you're real low. It sounds like you're in the well. Yeah, it does. It sounds like you're in the same hole that Saddam was in when he was hiding with the money and shit. Yo, that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> but what were you saying, Brandon? No, I was um, wasn't it on a, a, another uh, Rich Juan was on another Good Friday record that didn't actually get put on the album. We say that one more time. Was he? I, yeah, I think that's the one that Daniel was talking about—the the, uh, runaway love remix. Yeah. Well, I remember. I remember that the Justin Bieber. Yeah. Song. I remember that. Justin Bieber. Oh yeah. Lord have mercy. Oh. <laughs> Ray, yeah, had you ever heard that song, Ray? It took the um, Wu Tang Clan and then the fuck with beat. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard it. <clears throat> but yeah, I wasn't too fond of this song. Gorgeous is actually you. You said you weren't too fond of Gorgeous. Yeah, this is one of the ones like tough critic, tough critic. I, yeah, but like it didn't. It, it could have been on or off. The, the the only thing that I was personally talk about the record would be Kid Cudi. I, I've never been a Kid Cudi fan. Oh damn. Um, <laughs> I, 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 but other than that, like I, I like the record. You know, of course Ray did his thing. Oh, yeah. did his thing. I love the beat. I would have just took Cuddy off the course. I thought it was I thought it was pretty straight too. It's not high up on my list as far as the whole album, but it's in the right spot as far yeah. as numerically. Get the calm before the storm shit right yeah. there. Well you say get out the way, I say calm before the storm. Yeah. Because I thought it was a good track <clears throat> to be right there on the second. Well when track. I say get it out the way first is because I think the album gets better <laughs> after that. It yes, does. Absolutely. Now we go to Tom's absolutely. least favorite track on the album, Power. Yeah. I thought Power was great. And this is what I think about when I hear Power. It's just like that whole Power run before the treadmill. Like, you just turn the treadmill on and, you know, you can just hear the light clapping and everything before you get high intensity. You can hear the ass clapping when you're running on the treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. That's funny. Good night, everybody. It was a good show. <laughs> That's what I thought of. Just a big booty chick on the treadmill just ass clapping like, uh, I don't even like a treadmill, but I'll run right beside you. Right. And believe it or not, everybody gets mad when I say this. I say, lyrically, Power was the worst on the album. Mm. Great song, but the worst lyrically. I just didn't like the I singing in the right. background. Right. That's my only great winner. That's I, mean, I, I think it fit well with the with the song being you know, what it was like power. Like it sounded yeah. like a king or something coming, you know, like it sound like you know, yeah. Like royalty is exactly like, get out the way, like somebody it's, did their head. It's so funny because if you, go to, if you go to YouTube, you can hear the original version and the O. Oh, yeah, it was originally Charlie Wilson. Oh, see, that might have been... But then they changed it to somebody else. That huh? would have made it a little better. He probably didn't want to overuse Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson is all, all over, over the album. CD. Yeah. But it was originally Charlie Wilson. And um, at the last minute, he decided to change it to what we hear now. 
I thought it was, I, I, I think it, it made, it made the album like a, a very, very good as far as getting into the meat of it. I was just like, "Oh shit, this shit is fire!" I actually and I mean, you say lyrically, you say lyrically, album. it isn't. You say lyrically, it isn't strong, but I'd have to go back and listen to it to double check that. I just one think it lyrically was a little bland. Thanks with such a, a big song for for Kanye. <clears throat> pro, I I'd have to listen to it again. I might even agree, but I'd have to listen to it well, again. Well, here's Ray. When you listen to it again, just think of the song of this much prowess and the lyrics that he put on top of it. Mm-hmm. Like this is supposed to be your, you know, this is supposed to be an anthem. It's like it's like Keanu Reeves in a Star Wars movie. It's just bland. Yeah, I think I think if I would describe it, I think it started off. He started off rough and then ended it strong because when when he dropped the when he dropped the uh, drums <coughs> off of that, and he was like, you know, at the end of the day. God damn it, I'm killing this shit. I, and he just starts flowing right there. And that shit had me hype as fuck. When you he really like right this there. album, Ray, don't you? I do. <laughs> I, 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 yo, no shit, no bullshit. I listen to this album probably. There's a track. I play at least one track a day. Probably play one a day. I, but at I'm the end of this, I thought it ended powerful. I thought it really did. Yeah, I think you yeah, like the, I was the abomination of Obama's nation was that was kind of trash. You're right. See? You know, the Colin Powers, Austin Powers, that was trash. You're right. See? But when he finished it, he finished it fucking I, I like maybe that's what captivated me was the finish. All right, so, so do you think that the beats drove this album more than the lyrics? Oh, absolutely. By a long shot. Until you get deeper into the album. Well, right. Yeah, depending on until yeah, you get deep. start getting like yeah, like, like next record, I think it's more, it's more, a little more lyric driven. Welcome out the well, Brandon. Yeah. I can hear you much better. Yeah. <laughs> What's next? Um, the All of the Lights interlude, which I'm gonna skip. Uh-huh. I mean, that's easy. That's easy. So yeah. we're gonna go into All of the Lights. That's my. <laughs> All of the Lights is my. Really? Favorite. Wait, what'd you say? He said that was his least favorite. I can I can see that though, because I had a verse from Fergie. I can see that. Yeah. You know what I did like about the song? What's that? That f- f- phony sounding bongo drum. That was actually a sample. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that just sounded, okay. That, that just killed it for me. It was a sample though. It was just too loud. Like whoever engineered that drum <laughs> shit, and, and, and that's that's why it's my least favorite record because I feel like it turned the record into something completely different. I don't know. It like, just kind of made it annoying, like to hear that shit just going. Actually, you know, made you know, like it. I think what made the record like really, really strong, other than the fact that I agree with what y'all are saying. Those, those drums, you're right. You can hear it hard. But Rihanna and Alicia Keys and hurt this. Elton John. They, they hurt this track in a good way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It like, was great. And you had oh, Elton John, their ass. Timberland, yeah. mm-hmm. Kid Cudi, Chris Martin from Coldplay, Neo, Gwen Stefani, Celine Dion. Like it was a who's who track. And you gotta really listen, listen to hear half the people, because the only ones that stand out 
in my in my hearings is you know Rihanna, of course. You hear Alicia Keys hard in it. You hear Beyonce. You hear, you hear Beyonce. And you hear Elton John. You know all yeah. that, all I could say. But everybody else is like, okay, where are they at? Where are they at? You're in a room with Alicia Keys, Rihanna, and Beyonce. Fuck, fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> okay, uh, I marry Beyonce, fuck Rihanna, and kill Alicia Keys. Same. As much as I love Alicia Keys, I'm sorry, you got to go. Same. Beyonce's lying in our pockets. I think I'll decide. Alicia, there's no, really no use for her. I think I marry Rihanna, fuck Alicia Keys, and kill Beyonce. Oh, Okay. Oh damn. Yo, but you're killing a billionaire, fam. <laughs> well, she's only a billionaire with her husband's net worth included. But I know no, right. her net worth alone. Come on, guys. No, her net her worth net and worth. Jay-Z's net worth are what made them the first hip hop billionaires. True, but if you put her net worth just hers alone. Six hundred million. You she's not a billionaire. I mean, come come on, man. That's a close to a billion, but it's not a billionaire. Yeah. But Rihanna, yeah, me and Rihanna, we we gonna have to do some things. I have to marry Rihanna because we're gonna have the nastiest sex for the rest of our life. <laughs> like Beyonce, just seems like she'll be boring and trying to give instructions. Alicia Keys, uh-huh. you know, I'll get that one out the way. But Rihanna, yeah, definitely. That's funny. That's oh, funny. Damn. I, I'm pretty surprised. I thought you'd go with Alicia with the New York roots and nah, I'm make that, that bond. Going with that nasty ass Caribbean sex that we gonna be having. <laughs> be oh man, that's great. That's excellent. For real, that's the same thing I'll say after we're done. Like that was excellent. <laughs> the next trail, Brandon. What you got? Hold up, Brandon didn't answer the question because I'm just over here shaking my head like this. Uh, I, um. Well, you can answer it if you want to. Just don't get in trouble with your wife. I mean, why would I get in trouble? We're speaking hypothetically. Yeah, because right. you might pick the wrong one. You might there pick the wrong one because she, she she likes Beyonce. Uh, uh, nah, not really. She don't like Beyonce. No? No, she don't like Beyonce. Not like that. Like, you know, she cool. You know, she not beehive or nothing like that. So, fuck my kill. Hurry. Two seconds. <laughs> I have to say Beyonce uh Mary uh Damn, that's that's fucked up. I I, I guess I got I gotta roll with, with the same as everybody else. I guess I'm killing Alicia. Uh that's fucked up. Yeah, like, yeah. It is because she's she's beautiful. Yeah, like, just picture like I fuck with a picture girl, her at the damn piano Yo, Swiss Beats had better walked in his house one night with with, with Alicia Keys at the piano, ass naked, or he's not doing it right. <laughs> if he don't have a, if he don't have a story like that, he needs to fucking go. Where this nigga just graduated from Harvard, of course he doesn't have a story like that. He better have a story wow. like that. So, oh, we lost somebody. It was we lost tone. Damn. Hold on, let me get two gun back in. His shit was so powerful, he got knocked out the damn. <laughs> He got knocked out the group. I had to put him back in, man. So he'll be back in a minute. Oh, of course. Yeah, he'll be back in a minute. That was probably his fault that he got off, too. 
He's gonna be come back like my bad man. I'm just waiting to get into the next track. Man, this about to it's about to get there fun. How did we get cut off? Did Beyonce cut our shit the fuck off? Yo, yo, you she's listening, bro. She is listening. Wow. <laughs> That's fucked up. Hey, them, she don't like what you said. She just had them twins too. She's still angry. Hormone. Right. So, <laughs> What's the next one? <laughs> I want to get to the next track, which is my favorite on the album, Monster. Monster. Okay. So I'm gonna start this off first. My my gripe, my only gripe of this song, is that they didn't give Rick Ross enough bars. They gave him on four this. bars. Rick Ross should have had way more bars on this track. Gave him four bars at the beginning. That shit killed me. I didn't like the intro to the song. Oh man, the intro. Oh, with Bon Ivan. Yeah. Shout out to Bon Ivan. Okay. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. But, but do we all do we all agree that Nikki was the hardest on the track? Yeah, hands down. Yeah, hands by a mile. This may be her hardest shit. Period. Like, well, see, at the, <laughs> well, I, I'll give her her props at that time. Even though you know she's always made her bubblegum music, she did have a lot of nice uh, features and like remix verses and stuff like that around oh, that yeah. time. Like, I guess she was like, "Let me prove that I can really do this for real." <clears throat> Oh, uh, 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 Safari wrote her best verse ever, one of the two. Oh, damn. <laughs> think so? Um, yeah. Check this out, though. I I used to run a Facebook page called The Hip Hop Shop, right? So, yeah, of course. Yeah, and I first did The Hip Hop Shop. The first year we did it Which, was the year the CD came out. By, by the way, The Hip Hop Shop was utter ridiculousness because you had some whack motherfuckers that was saying some stupid ass shit yeah. about hip hop in that damn thing. But go ahead, carry but on. I remember. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 there, there was some reckless stuff going on in there. Very, very disrespectful so when it shit. Came to reverse of the year. It was no hands down. I couldn't give it to nobody else but Nicki Minaj for Monster. Yeah, man, this shit was wild. To Kanye West, Jay Z, and Rick Ross. Mm. And she killed it. Easily. Well, this this <laughs> sounds more like a Nicki song than anything. Yeah, because she had um she had thirty two bars. And it's this the beat is just all over the place, like Yeah, thirty two bars, and it was a tirade between Nicki Minaj and Roman. But she set it up. The way they set the beat up for her to, to, to go all thirty two was, was pure genius. Oh, yeah. They was like, yo, y'all don't even know what's about to happen. Listen to this shit. Like, that's what I, I was thinking Kanye was thinking. And it's, you know, like, you know what? That, that reminds me of, like, how Foxy used to come on, like, the end of songs back in the day Ooh. and just, like, have, like, 50 bars of just going in about all kind of shit. Like the the yes. Like who? Like how Foxy used to do, like, back in the 90s. Like, oh, yeah. Come on at the end of Foxy the was. Have, like, yeah, she played Anchor and she did her thing. Yeah. Yes. And here's the thing. You can't play Anchor unless your bars are tight. Yeah. So, like... A female at that. This is my favorite track on the album. Down. Okay. I will listen to Monster first, then listen to the rest of the CD so I can hear Monster again. Yeah, this, this is a really, really hard track. <laughs> this shit is hard. Best song on the CD, in my opinion. So mm. Let's... let's Going to so appalled. 
Jay Z, Pusha T, Sci High to God, um, Sci High to um, Prince, and RZA. Who produced the track? Was just like lyrically, you know, the best swordsman that they can find. Which one are you talking about? Who? Um, so appalled with Sci High to Prince, Pusha T, yeah. Jay Z, and Kanye West. Yo, this shit. And RZA this, doing this, outro. This, who who produced the track? Um, RZA and Kanye. Shit. I I give it to them on this. That, that beat was serious. <laughs> that beat like, was crazy. RZA produced it and Kanye did co-production. Me. Who? Okay, question. Who who came the hardest on this track? Sahai. Yeah. Yeah. He was hungry. Yo, the. The the month the month lyrics, oh my god! Like I would say, Sahai Pusha T, um, Sahai Pusha T, Kanye and Jay Z actually did the worst. Yeah. The 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 beat the beat where I mean the the lyrics that Sahai was putting was talking about the chick that uh, April and fucked her in May. Or found out April, so she turns to March. He did that shit backwards, so yeah, that shit was crazy. That shit was wild. Yeah, but Sahai was hungry. I mean, he's always been. He's always been. That's why he. I mean, that's why. I mean, not to deviate, but that's why his new album is so freaking amazing. It's because that cat's hungry as fuck and will always be hungry. Right. So <laughs> never heard any of his music. Never? Yo, you should listen to his new album, man. No dope on Sundays? B was playing it, but I really couldn't get into it. Wow. I love the CD. Yeah. Yo, you are a tough crowd. I'm an old, I'm like, I'm an old nigga. Like, I'm 74, you know. 74 music years. Yeah, like, not not to deviate too much from the Kanye album, but I think he would like Black History Month, too. Like, I think that he would like that project. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, <laughs> man. And then, uh, you know, if we still deviating, then I know he loved. I know he loved Fab and Jada Kiss and shit. I gotta listen Please to the whole thing. It. I didn't listen to it yet because I was awake. Okay. I loved it. No, no, I understand because I can't get past the fucking first track either because it's so fucking. Te- I, I, fucking I actually hard. Had to, like, yeah, I had to get Freddie versus yeah. Jason for you, Ronaldo. Yeah, you did. I sent it to you. Yeah, man, you. I, I listened to it that night. I browsed through it and went back and tried to listen to the whole thing, but the first track is so damn good. Talk about the intro? I need to finish it. Yeah. Okay. So but okay. I'm a, back back on. I'ma get in Kanye's new um the next track, which is Devil in a New Dress. That's my shit. Look here. That's, this is the best. Yeah, that's, 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 I'm, I don't give a shit with nobody. This is the best song on the yeah. album. Like beat wise to me, that's like one of the gotta be one of the be- best beats I heard like in that 10-year era, like, you know what I mean? It was yeah, I mean, because so it was reminiscent of some good. old Isaac Hayes or... Or just, it just was so soulful. Right. You know, and... You, you just could hear so many <clears throat> legends rap on this beat. But right. you know what's like, so funny? I didn't hear this song first. I heard the Little B song first. Ah, okay. And, okay. And then I always, you know, I always knew he took it from somebody, but I just didn't know where. And then when I found out it was Kanye, I was like, okay. That's what made me kind of listen to the album initially. Right. Kanye 
I mean, from top to bottom, Kanye's lyrics was nasty on it. I thought the break, let me tell you, when I first heard this, when I was young, I did not even know Rick was on the track for like the first couple of times I listened to it. It's a, because you would hear the the continuation of the piano and all of that, and I was just like, "All right, I'm about to change it to the next one." Yeah, because "Runaway" was next. But no, "Hell of a Life." Started, yeah, "Runaway" is next, and "Hell of a Life." Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I turn <laughs> around, and then you listen to Rick come in, and oh, Rick Ross just finished I mean, the, he, he finished oh the rest of his bars God. that he left off on Monster. He, it was like Mortal Kombat. Finish him <laughs> straight. Beast, like, beat. I mean, he hurt this shit. Yeah. I, I've never, and I mean, I've I've always been a fan of Rick Ross, but that was probably one of the best because you I never heard of Taylor talking like that. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. Yeah, this beat pretty much is like, if you get a beat like this and you make a whack song, you might deserve to catch a little stabbing in the ribs or something like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, this one of those beats, like, if it wasn't a great song, I think it would have fucked up the whole album. Right. Because I think when I hear... the best beat on the album is one of the best beats that, like, yeah, that, this is one of the ones that does it for me. You just, like I, like I said, you just hear legends rapping on this. This yeah. could have been a Biggie track. This could have been a Nas track. This could have been this could have been this could have been anybody. It could have been Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. This, you know what I mean? It's just that mm-hmm. you just feel it. Like this could have been a sound, this could have been a score to a movie with no lyrics at all. Yeah. Was yeah. this just all Kanye? Yeah. Kanye did all the production. This is vintage Kanye. No, I mean I mean to this, yeah, to this to this track? Jesus. Yeah. I mean, man. So Let's just go ahead and get into Runaway. That's the one with the long-ass video. Yeah. With yeah. a long-ass song. Yeah. One thing that I... The only downfall I say about the song is it took too long to start to me. I think that was the point. I was all right with that. I hated the auto-tune at the end. Oh, yeah, where he was... Cut. Auto Cut that shit out. Clipping the microphone. Yeah. He could have went, he could have <laughs> just went regular. He could have just sang that like just regular Kanye and it would have sounded sick with it, with the, with the, what he was trying to do. One, but one he thing that I can went say with about the auto tune and it just sound muffled. One thing I can say about the song is it put Pusha T in a new light to me. I think it brought him out. Yeah, because I think it brought him out to a lot of people that didn't He know wasn't doing just him. coke rap, you know. Yeah. It was something different. It was a different layer of him, and you saw that he was a real lyricist. This was this was it was the TRL song for me. You thought it was you thought it was commercial? Yeah. <clears throat> like you know, with the chorus and all that, it just felt kind of sing song. That too, and it was a little American Pieish. It just felt like a alternative rock song. Like, hey. like an emo I, rap I, song. I can agree with yeah. you. I can agree with you, but this this probably was the the song to put out because it got him. The I think this is the reason why he got a Grammy was this fucking song. Yeah, like like I said, everything on this album is big. Like it's 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 big. It's a big production, and this is probably the song when I say it took it to like somewhere a different else. stratosphere. 
Yeah. B, where you in at? In the same sense. Oh, I'm right here. Okay. In the in the same sense, when it comes down to it, he he did this, and he knew that the song alone wasn't enough. So that's why he came with that ridiculous ass long fucking video to captivate everybody to want to listen to it. Right. The song could have the song could have been dope. He could have had a room full of people and just like y'all listen to this track, and we would have been like, yo, this shit is dope. But he was like, no, that's not enough. I gotta reach motherfuckers in goddamn Europe and Asia. Sweden. I need a I need to do this fucking video. Listen, why? We gonna do this crazy ass video. I'm gonna have ridiculous shit on here, like when the, fucking ballerinas. <laughs> like in order for me to really get it, they showed this video on MTV, BET, and everything once, and it came with the deluxe edition of the CD. So I remember buying the deluxe edition of the CD, which was three disc. It was the album, the bonus disc that had one song on it, which was a waste of a disc, and the DVD. Which had the um, yeah. video on it. Yeah. And I remember watching the video again and everything made sense. True. But the first time what? you saw it, you were just like, what the fuck is going on? How much was the oh, deluxe yeah. edition? Huh? How much was the deluxe edition? Um, I think it was um, 1999. It, so yeah, it was, only, yeah, it was it, 21. It made you spend an extra $6 for some shit they could have made with an enhanced CD. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Album, different album covers. So like, and uh, well, yeah. Um, you're right. It came with the um all four albums covers, which you could swap out the um cover. Yeah. Um, See that that, I, that shows like the artistic the one, side of it. Yeah, it's the um it's yeah. the picture that I put on the um site with the naked girl messing with the demon. Who was it? Yeah. So that's actually a picture of me and Rihanna in bed. <laughs> Oh, That's funny. I don't want but, nobody um, to see that, so he, it was digitally edited out. So, but <laughs> let's get into Hell of a Life. The only track that he did by himself. And it's the worst track on the album. Uh-oh. Hell of a Life? I don't like Hell of a Life. Hell of a Life? <laughs> I, well, here's, here's what I say about Hell of a Life. And the reason why I get so much flack is it was right was in between guitar, two good songs. Runaway and the, the Blame Game. The guitarist was terrible. Uh, <laughs> Yo, know, he. I just didn't. This was the only. This is the only track I skipped religiously. You know who played the guitar <laughs> on the track? No, Chad Hugo. I'm Chad Hugo from the Neptunes. Oh, okay. Chad did it. Yeah. I'm gonna have to have a conversation when he dropped his new nerd album. Now. Oh, don't do that. Like, yo, <laughs> yo, I actually like Hell of a Life. To be honest with you, say what? Okay. I actually like that. Song. Uh, so do I. Like, it feels like a good record to listen to, you know, like when you about to go out, like, that page, you got that new promotion. <laughs> I got you. You know. Yeah, I love the you track. You a little bit at the house, maybe a little more than you should have, you know, and then you heading out, like, that's a good record to play. That's just a weird song. <laughs> oh, man. That's just weird. I can't believe it. I mean, I can't believe I'm agreeing it, but I'm agreeing. Yeah, that's, that was a weird song. <laughs> I can't believe it. Let's get into the blame game. Now. <laughs> Yo, this this was better. I was like, okay, okay. You you lost your shit for a second. Now this is this is dope. And this speaks to John Legend's amazement too, man. Yeah, I think he's very <laughs> underrated. John Legend does so much in the game that a lot of people don't know. And this shit 
this is one of the underrated tracks that he just came through on the on the hook and was killing. Do you know, this was another like song. Do you know this was another song where Charlie Wilson did the whole song and Kanye mm-hmm. at the last minute decided to put John Legend on it. That's fucked I'm up. Telling you. I bet Charlie Wilson it still is. got paid though. He yeah, of oh, course yeah. he still got paid. Oh, yeah. Because um, if, if he didn't, I'm sure Charlie Wilson would have stabbed the shit out of the car. Yeah, I would have. Had to have. He, I, he had to. Yeah. He would have. Yeah, like, <laughs> you don't do no shit like that to nobody like to Charlie a Wilson. To a nigga who could still wear his hair slicked back and short at the same mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. you know he carry a pocket knife. <laughs> That's right. He no, carries a pocket knife. He's, 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 he's from Oklahoma. Like, he's from Tulsa. Yeah, he, yeah. Can, he carries a, he carry right a Colt revolver everywhere he goes. <laughs> Yeah, he a, on that force with a squirrel they tail was on for first forty eight. So yeah, they was on they was on for, first forty eight. So I know he killing. Yeah, he got bodies already. <laughs> he got bodies. No, but check this out. Check this out. What I can say about the blame game is the song was sonically great, and the Amber Rose impersonation at the end was fucking mm. hilarious. To recruit and thank you, Chris Rock. I'm about to say to recruit Chris Rock, Chris Rock, Chris Rock makes shit great. To recruit Chris Rock, Chris Rock to makes play shit like great. Wiz Khalifa. That's fucked up. That shit was funny. Oh, that was hilarious. Right. <laughs> it's fucked up, but it's true. Because it's it, true. let's let's keep it real. Everybody knew he was talking about Wiz Khalifa at the time. Yes, without even saying his name, because he said, you know, some local rapper, so on and so. On. Yeah, it was it was this, pretty this, dope. This is one thing I don't understand about rappers. What's that? How the hell are y'all passing around regular bitches? Yeah. <laughs> like on some real and shit. She, and she was doing and she was well, skydiving. Well, like she well, was you know dropping. what the problem is? They 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 take them from being reg like like Amber Rose is not a regular bitch anymore, as you said. Like no. you know what I'm saying? Like she's a bigger star than twenty one Savage. Yeah. Yes. You know yeah, that, like, Damn, like, do I want this bitch because Kanye was fucking her? I don't think so. No, but here's the thing, though. Amber Rose, I, I had this on um my show that I had um, my homeboy Rajan on. He said Amber Rose will help somebody's career. I think she. it was just the mystique of her because nobody really, really knew her like that until everything went but, down. But, but, that, it, but that's what I'm saying. And then, like, now she's her own brand. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> absolutely. I say the same thing. For Kim Kardashian, like even though her father was Robert Kardashian, most people didn't know who that was and still don't no. know who it is. I met no. I met Amber Rose and Sue's Rendezvous when she was still dancing and I wasn't impressed. I believe it. Man. But she but she didn't have Kanye money behind her at the time. Yeah, yeah still. I remember you know. her talk I remember her talking about that when she was on Drink Champs and she was saying she was you know, life was a struggle right then too. You're right. But like oh. it's just y'all passing around Regular bitches, like, you know what I'm saying? But, but that's, like by the time, by the time she was done with Kanye, she was she was pretty much her own brand at that point. Yeah, but still, like, what, what is her brand? The, the Karuche, like Karuche, like who is she? But she hosting shows and stuff now. Like she mm-hmm. capitalized on black China. Yeah, but you know, yeah, but they're making these, they're turning these bitches in the city and then passing yeah. them around. Like and you know, but, how many strip clubs. See, that's their, that's go find your own Amber Rose. But see, that's their angle, though. That's why motherfucking Cardi B is fucking famous. Right. That's these. That's their angle now. That is the angle now. And she has some yeah. of the worst some plants I ever seen. She has some of the she what? Has the worst what? The worst breast implants I ever seen. <laughs> 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 hey, 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 bro, I just, 
I just saw the motherfuckers the other day, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't suck. I wouldn't suckle in breasts if I Wait, was hungry. What, That's Ronaldo. Which yeah. one of our homeboys said that Amber um, Rose's breasts look like hot water bags? Oh man, um, I, I don't. It had know. to that be Mark. Been, that that might have been Mark. It had to be Mark. But see, I can't say that because Am- Amber Rose got some beautiful breasts. I can't find. She was. <laughs> but see, right. you've seen her. You've seen her at her worst, so that's not. Fair. I mean, she was still all right, but I wasn't gonna be okay. thinking she was gonna be, you know, getting passed around like that. Like she was Janet Jackson or some shit. All right, we got you. Like you pass around Janet Jackson, you saying something? Look at Jermaine Dupree. Very know. true. All right, and we have three more songs left. All right, so let's go into Lost in the World. Probably the second best track on the album. Third best. Top top three. It's it's in my top three. This sucker had me just moving. This this is one of those tracks too. You could have put a Michael Jackson or anything on it and they would have made this thing because move. This song really had no genre. It wasn't a house track. It wasn't a hip hop track. It wasn't a pop track. It was a track. Yeah. And that's why tight. I keep saying that I don't consider this a hip hop classic. <clears throat> And you're bugging for saying that, in my opinion. It's just like, you know, something different. And I think that was the whole mystique of the CD, though. Because it was that's what different. That's, I mean, it's Kanye. Kanye's angle. Outside of college dropout, which you can even say college dropout was different, too. Yep. Because of all of the, the, uh, the skits and stuff like that. You really... I mean, name something that he's done that was the same as everybody else. He's never done anything that was the same as everybody else, but everybody starts jumping on it. The first album and the second album, those are, you know, those are pretty much straight hip-hop. I mean, but but I'm saying, they, you can, this is a, a, you may say different, but this is a hip-hop album. It is. It's just like you said, it's very, very different because that's what Kanye does. Look at the life of Pablo. Before, when the life of Pablo dropped, how many cats was bumping church uh, choirs in the background singing and stuff like that? Nas. Not a lot of people, man. I was say Nas Who did. I mean, yeah, yeah. They did. Brought, brought Sia to the forefront. You know, cats like Sia to the forefront or, the, or change the track. After the damn album dropped. And I'm not talking days. I'm talking months weeks after the album dropped. Months. Yeah. He's, he made changes. He, still changes. he made changes to the CD up until December of last year. And the CD and was released at Apple the end of music, January. Yeah. And if you had Apple Music, it changed on you. And I was sitting there like, hold the fuck up. When did the track with uh with uh Frank Ocean become his own track? Right. What happened to the one where Kanye was like, I missed the old Kanye. Where did that go? He took that off for a hot second. And then he put it in um, what St. Pablo. St. Pablo was amazing. Right. That's my favorite song. And it came late. Never heard the album. Oh, my God. Tony, I'm sorry. Out. I'm Never sorry. Not a Kanye fan. I'm not going to sit up here and lie. I mean, I don't, I don't like him as a person. As a person, he's crazy as fuck. Not like his, like, he hates. <laughs> I was like, I, even when B bought them shits back in the day, I, I, I wouldn't, you know, I wasn't really checking for it. Yeah. I do listen. You can actually. Is that like, when... is, is that the tone? Is that like that? 
Is that like that where you're from? Like, do the, is he not getting love like that up north? Where was it? Nah, I was still in Charleston when that came out. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, no doubt. No doubt. I was about to say, you I can ask Ronaldo when, um, what's it called? My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy came out. I bought three copies of the CD. Yeah, you did. I bought three copies with the shit. CD, and the girl I was with at the time was just like, what are we going to do for rent? I said, shit, I work. You need to do something. I think you should have bought a bag of weed. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you, you would have done instead? Oh, you could have bought one bag of weed, one bottle of Hennessy, and some cocaine, and you could have made your own. Kanye West out. Yeah, let's not talk about my drink. You would. I think the last time I drank Kennedy, <laughs> I called Ronaldo drunk. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and he's and he would not have made my beautiful dark twisted fantasy that night. I tell you. <laughs> but then again, he might have. He might have. No, he might have just. I passed the fuck out. <laughs> you you got to ask Ronaldo. I don't drink. See, see, Tone's already got it planned. See, when you break out that doggone Hennessy, when I get there, I'm gonna put you behind the I'm gonna put you behind your stuff so you can start making beats and see what you do drunk. <laughs> oh, I already, I already got them lined up. I just ain't sent them my, my whole beat list yet. We about to we about to make a twisted fantasy, all right. Right. So let's get into um Who's Gonna Survive in America, which was just a Gil Scott um parent um poem over Kanye's beat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the last track, right? And um, yeah, the bonus yeah. track had a song called um, "See Me Now." See Me Now. That had Charlie Wilson, Beyonce, and Big Sean. Yeah, that was pretty dope. That track was fire too. Yeah, but I had to pay an additional six dollars to get it on a CD by itself. <laughs> <laughs> From Best Buy, right? From Best Buy, yeah. <laughs> my brother was at Best Buy at the time, which is why I got it because my brother healed three for me. Yeah, man. I think I think uh, that one with Big Sean, Charlie Wilson, Beyonce was was with it. I I I love that track too. I'm gonna go around the room and I'm gonna do two gun last. Brandon, out of a ten rating, ten being the highest, one being the lowest. Where did you give the CD? I give it an eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah. What would you have changed? Uh, just like some of the, some of like the, the the samples he used, and some of the instruments that were that were that were played live, I didn't particularly care for. Right. Of course, like I said, the Cuddy feature, but you know I understand that. Um, just like simple stuff, like, but I can't call it a a flawless album. But as far as like a great body of work and like a piece of art, which is you know obviously what he was going for, he definitely hit his mark. But for me personally, I give it an eight and a half right. because it's it's got some stuff that I that I could skip over. Like like if I if I'd never heard some of the records again, you know I'm not gonna end it all. Right, Ronaldo. Oh man, hands down, I give it a nine point nine. And the reason why I don't give it a perfect ten is because uh, hell of a life. But other than that, this it's ordered right. I think the music carried well. I mean, he from top to bottom, I you can listen to the whole album nonstop. Minus my, I could listen to Hell of a Life, but I skip Hell of a Life. I got a you. lot of other people love it, but the features, the mute, the beats, Kanye's best in his discography, in my opinion, right now is my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. 
I'm gonna regret doing this. Tone. I thought I was supposed to go last. Oh, you want me to go first? De- yeah, you. Okay. I gave the CD a 9.5 out of 10. And I did not give it a perfect rating due to the simple due to the simple fact that I felt like the all of the lights intro could have been just one continuous track introducing all of the lights. It was just a waste of a skip. Hmm. My that's, turn? That's my only gripe about the album. It's your turn. Okay. There was a line in the album where Kanye says, you know, shout out to all the assholes and shit. Yeah. So I'm going to be an asshole. Okay. But in a good way. Okay. Artistically, production-wise, and being that I'm a fan of other genres of music, I give the album a 10. Holy shit. As far, <laughs> as, far as it being a hip-hop album, I give it a 6. Ooh, that's what I was expecting. <laughs> but like, As far as understanding what music is and how, you know, when you're an artist or put, like when you're a producer, you know, and, you know, you see things bigger than what they are, I give the shit a 10. Okay, so when you do the 6 and the 10 and you divvy it up together, that's a 16, so in hindsight, you gave the album an 8. Uh, Putting them both together, I would, yeah, I'll give it an 8, because I'll take off two of the tracks. Because it wasn't that long of an album. Well, it wasn't. It didn't have a lot of tracks on it. Yeah, it wasn't that long of an album. I want to say it was an hour and change. You know, the nine point, the nine minute song was the longest. The Runaway, right? Yeah. So, like taking away two of the songs, and, and they weren't really that bad of a songs. They were just annoying, like the power shit and that that fucking bongo shit that's just hitting, getting the air drum. You know, eight is good. I give it an eight. Yeah. But all in all, like I know what I see, what it was, I understand what it is. So I gave it a, you know, it's it's, it's something. It's something that'll be around for years to come. So who whose album is it next for Classic Sunday? Hold on, wait, who, hold who, on me. That's what I'm saying. Ray did. Hold on, let's listen. let's get one thing straight. Hold okay, on, listen. Two Gun. Sometime this week when y'all record a show. I'm going to need you to listen to The Life of Pablo. I'm going to need you to do your own assessment on it. And I'm going to need you to do that. I've known Two Gun At least all, bump the I, I've known Two Gun for about 20 Pablo. plus years. He's not going to listen to it. I'm going to let you know this now. <laughs> I, don't care if he, I, don't care if he, I don't care if he browsed through the tracks. If he browsed through it, just mm next one. Let me, tell, let me tell you what I do. Like Anytime somebody tells me to listen to some shit, and this would be anybody. I give it the the forty five second test, like okay, yeah, you know, like within the first fifteen seconds, if it doesn't catch me, I'll just skip to the middle and see what's happening. But other than that, I give it that. I give it that little test. That, that you know, that's ten minutes out of my day for Kanye. Cool, I do cool. that. That the life for Pablo, right? Yes. All right. So Classic Sunday actually falls on me this week. Okay. I think I'm going to do something unorthodox. For Classic Sunday, I am actually going to put out an album, and it's going to basically make y'all turn your head and say, what? 
It must be a Drake album, then. No, it's not. If it's Drake, I'm not showing up. I'm sorry. (laughs) Next Super Classic Sunday, we are going to do Thriller. Oh, shit. That's what I'm talking about. Mm. We're going to do Thriller as a Mike Jackson Thriller. Because we never do R&B, and we talk about R&B on the show all the time. See, and that's the one thing I always check people on. You can't you can't list Michael Jackson as R and B. Michael Jackson is a transcender. See, and that's he's, what I was in his, he's his own shit. But that's what I was saying about this album. Why I didn't? I, I feel and no, I've I've always agreed. I said okay, I see what you're saying. I just always disagree because I know you could put it in that Michael Jackson's Thriller. I don't know what the fuck you put that in. It had no because genre. it was that amazing. Not even his Thriller. Like this would be. This would be like dangerous. Like Dark Twisted Fantasy would be dangerous because Dangerous had New Jack Swing, it had rock and yeah. roll beats, it had hip hop beat, yep. it had the fucking free willy shit, it had the 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 uh Will You Be There that sounded like all the angels in heaven singing at one time. Um and it had gone too soon and Keep the Faith which had the gospel choir. Yeah. Yeah. So like like that's what I was kind of, and that's that's a big statement for me to say about Kanye West comparing him to Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. So, but are we, that's the only reason it wasn't a hip hop. Are we in agreement to do Thriller, or is that going to get vetoed? Hell no, that ain't getting vetoed. That's Thriller. <laughs> <laughs> it's Thriller, man. Word. That's Thriller. Yeah, it's like I said <laughs> for classics and that. I don't want to do a hip hop classic because you know we do hip hop all the time, and you know I just want to show that we're. Diverse. Okay, so would Thriller be cliche though? It is cliche. But I think Thriller is what? Ten, ten tracks or nine? Nine. Wait, no. It's, nine tracks because um, Off the Wall was ten. It's hard, man, because if you start saying your gripes and complaints and your listeners really want to, you know, bash y'all for it. I mean, you're griping and complaining Thriller album <laughs> in the same sense, you know, but... I'm going to treat Thriller I, as hard as I treated the other CD. And see, that's where you're going to get roasted by people that listen to you. But here's the thing, though. I'm not worried about getting roasted. As I know you're not worried. As long I'm as just all pointing out the me, obvious. Have I gave a fuck what anybody thought about me? No. See, you're misinterpreting. I'm just pointing out the obvious. <laughs> I know you don't give a shit. <laughs> no, I never said you were going to give a shit. I'm just pointing out the obvious. Okay. Uh-huh. You know, the thing about Thriller is it's the shit is just Thriller is Thriller. It'll never yeah. be another Thriller. It never was another never. Thriller. Like, Ever. You talking about all genre musics of some shit. Driller is sitting up there. Just like Mike is sitting there sideways, chilling. Driller is sitting there, like chilling. He's got it in his hands. And, up there, man. and the next album after that is very far away. Like what's what, when you say shit like that, what comes after Thriller? Bad. And, and it's the same person. Yeah. What's after bad? After bad was dangerous. And then mm. now nah, I put off the wall before dangerous. Hmm, damn. Off the, wall That's hard. Was, off the wall was the disco era too. And he killed it with that. <clears throat> yep. 
And disco music was kind of, you know, it was, it was all right, but it wasn't really no chart-topping shit. You had a couple one-hit wonders disco album, but people really wasn't checking for that disco but shit. Do like, you know what makes me laugh when we talk about Michael Jackson's discography? What's that? Bad sold 50 million copies, right? And they say that shit fell off. And they said it was a commercial disappointment. <laughs> That's crazy. That's the crazy shit. And, 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 you know, I don't know. Like 15 million is crazy. You sell 15 million itself. copies and they list it as a commercial disappointment. <laughs> you said one five? That's what one I'm five. saying. Step well, into a, it's, it's so step 15 into million United States. That's what I'm saying. Step into a room with 15 million records and look around. I think that's what they thought. <laughs> and you know, it's so funny because I had this YouTube video that I'd taken down a long time ago where I was walking around with a flip video camera and I said, Thriller sold 37 million copies in the United States. And I was walking in the mall asking random people, hey, do you have a copy of Michael Jackson's Thriller? And they would say, no. I said, who the fuck did he sell these records to? Mm-hmm. It's in my house. It's de- it definitely was in my Well, you know, another thing about Thriller, Thriller came out in the early 80s. 82. So a lot of people had the vinyl. They didn't have the vinyl anymore. And they never bought it over. Right. My mother bought Thriller, but she doesn't have the CD version of Thriller. She does now because I bought her the 25th anniversary. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of the old heads, like 10 million of them old heads, only have the vinyl. Okay. And they, you know, every. Most people don't have a record player. Yeah, but I had a video, and the video was like 15 minutes long. I had it on my YouTube channel a long time ago. And mm-hmm. I walked around the mall, and I asked like 100 people, do you have a copy of Michael Jackson's Thriller? And a lot of people said no. And I said, who the fuck did he sell these records to? Well, you got to think about the age bracket, too. Like, none of us really counted. Like, no, by the time everybody I was asking had to be in their 30s. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> But still, that is still kind of young, too, because they wasn't in their 30s when that came out. Right, 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 right. I get what you're saying. Everybody who bought Thriller is in their 60s and 50s right now. Okay. That, That was the 25 million people. And then, you know, us going back, we just added on to the sales. Right. Like, real, real fans went back and bought the CD when they were still $20 brand new. Right. When you think about this dude, man, Michael Jack, he had grown men passing out. Man, I can never get over that. Yeah. Grown ass men falling out, fainting over this dude. Like, see that's the, some crazy shit. Mike, I mean, see, when you think about Michael, really, you can't really take that away from him. Like, no, never. What it is about and, like, us with Blue. I totally missed everything he said. Me too. Yeah, it went out or something. Oh, this still shows he's with us. So he got to put that. He got to put that phone in the corner so he can get that reception. Reason, nah, I think like, he I, fell down the well. Everything goes dark. He fell down the well this time. Mm-hmm. That girl from Rings came through. <laughs> Well, I might as well just go ahead and end the show now. Next week, we're doing Classic Sundays. We're doing Michael Jackson's Thriller. I want to thank B. Lucini. Where you at? I'm right here. I want to thank, well. thank Ray P. Where you at? All day. And Two Gun, he's somewhere down a well. Yeah. <laughs> he fell down a rabbit hole or something. <laughs> but 
next week, Classic Sunday, Michael Jackson's Thriller. Everybody, thank you guys so much. I appreciate y'all being a part of the show. Y'all been lovely guests. Other than that, as I always say, drink your water and listen to real hip-hop. We are out. Later.